Testing, testing. Three, three, two, one. Yo, yo, what it do? We got a story for you. What is it about? Everything and nothing. Wait, hold up, what? So dig deep into your brain. How deep? Very deep. Mm, that's how they like it. Because creativity comes at a price. And through our world of scattered minds, shattered dreams, wild conspiracies, and fake realities. So what's on your mind? Truth be told, this never gets old. Falling down the rabbit hole. Just like my grandma. Fab Five and X. <laughs> Yo, Fab Five. Yo. How hot is it? Yo, it's hotter than monkey balls in this room right now. I didn't know how monkey balls were that so hot. Well, if I was thinking, I'd think they'd be pretty hot. So it, it, that's how hot it is in here. You ever cuffed them to know? No, I'm just imagining. <laughs> Holy shit. You can't uh, win them all, bro. Hotter than a baboon's balls in here. Now a different kind of monkey. Jesus Christ, you're a monkey totally, extraordinaire with the balls. Totally different type. Well, they always got the balls hanging out everywhere. <laughs> oh, don't they all? Don't they all? <laughs> That's right. They all do. Okay, dang. But if you could, you'd probably be walking around with your balls hanging out too. I do that think in the shower. Think of the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> the swing a ling ling ling. You look like door knockers and shit. <laughs> All right, man, let's sort the shit off. All right, listen, we did say we were going to talk about everything and nothing on this show, so there you go. <laughs> A little preview on that, bad boy. Shit. All right, everybody, so welcome, welcome, welcome to the And That's the Story podcast. I'm Fab Five. I'm S. Let's get this shit popping. Let's get this shit popping. So listen, before we get rolling on, on what we're going to talk about today, you know what I did after work today that I haven't done in like a year? That I'm, I totally regret doing. What is it? I went to freaking McDonald's. Oh, good God. <laughs> I went to McDonald's. I had a double cheeseburger. Oh, no. And no. a fish filet. What is wrong? What? I don't fish know. and steak. Oh, you know that's not fish or meat, right? Yeah, I know. And a small Coke. Well, the Coke doesn't really matter at all. So well, it's okay. Probably, it's like eating paint, freaking paint thinner, drinking paint thinner. I never done that. Did you again? Well, no, you see all these documentaries about not to drink soda because they use it to clean toilet bowls and strip paint and everything. So imagine <laughs> what it's doing to your internal organs. Those of you who drink who drink freaking soda every day. Fact of the day, don't drink soda. You're going to strip away your stomach lining. Listen, my cousin, when he was young, yeah, it was a when he was thirsty, my aunt used to give him like a huge fucking cup of soda, bro. Oh, fuck that. I, he's got diabetes now. Dude, well... I know a guy, his name is Sanjeev, if you ever listen to the podcast, he would always drink Coke. You know when you work out, you drink water? Yeah. My what? man's water was Coke. What? He would drink probably a case a day if he could. Bro, can't. Hey. I was never a big soda drinker mm. when I was younger. I hated soda and I never drank it. As I got a little older... I used to drink it like it had to make sense for me to drink it. Like if I was eating a slice of pizza, oh, okay, a, a Coke goes good with a slice of pizza or a burger and fries. All right. Certain things. Yeah, soda goes good with that. But I notice now that if I don't if I don't drink that for a while and then I have a soda or a sugary drink, man, I'm freaking sleeping like 30 minutes later, bro. I'm oh, so, it puts you out? Gives you the eyes? Knocks me out, bro. What? Yeah, I get really, really, really Bro, I get like this. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee don't do that to me. <laughs> what? Nothing, man. Nothing. Nah, no, no, no. I've always that that would always give me a like a rush of energy or like like a sugar rush. But I would never like I would drink like Spanish like Colombiana manzana, not okay. Coke. I never drank Coke and like my mom was more of a natural juices, you know, shit right. like that. Water, right. like you know, homemade shit, not not sodas. I mean, ninety eight percent of the time, what I drink is water. I have my Celsius in the morning, mm -hmm. but usually throughout the day, I try and drink a gallon of water. So when I have that freaking soda, it just throws me off. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this man drinks more than a fucking camel holds water. <laughs> literally, <laughs> I'm literally drinking a, a pint of water right now. Is one hundred percent recycled as we do this. 
He's about to recycle that water in the bathroom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So listen, I want to spit out some facts to you, and it's based on the topic what we're going to talk about today. All right. All right. So according to the John Hopkins Medicine, about 5.7% of Americans have at least one phobia in their life which equates to 19 million Americans have some kind of phobia. God damn. Okay. Women are two times more likely to suffer from phobias. That's a bit sexist. We love you. Okay. Our topic is fear and phobias. They kind of go hand in hand. All right. A mm -hmm. couple other things. 10% of people in the U.S. have specific phobias. 7.1% experience social phobias. And 1% have agoraphobia. If you don't know what agoraphobia is, it's the fear of being in an open space or a crowded area. So my brother, even though he doesn't say it, he yeah. deals with this. He was He's an army veteran, yeah. military veteran. He did two tours of Iraq. And he cannot be around too much in a, people. In a yeah, around too much people. So oh, he has PTSD. It hasn't been said that he has agoraphobic, agoraphobia. Hasn't been diagnosed. He hasn't been diagnosed with it, but obviously he has it. I thought when you said agoraphobia, I thought you meant like a hat phobia. Agora? Agora, I get it. I get it. I was like, what the fuck? Agora. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Alright, a couple other things <laughs> Social phobia is the number one phobia fear that people have Which is also known as social anxiety disorder Okay, yeah A couple others are claustrophobia Which is a clear fear of um, so being spaces. in closed spaces Right, social phobia Which is the fear of being judged or rejected Which a lot of people deal with Myself included once, Sometimes Can people have multiple phobias? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some people just live in their entire lives in fear. Shit. Arachnophobia, which is a fear of spiders. Acrophobia, which is the fear of heights. Now, I did have this fear. I always had a fear of heights. Like, mm -hmm. if I was in a tall building or something, I would not look... Like, like you know those buildings that are made of glass and the floors yeah. are made of glass? Yeah. Like, if I was in one of those buildings, I, there'd be no way in hell I'd be able to look down because I would feel like I was going to fall forward. You'll probably freeze like where were you? Yeah, saying? I would freeze where I was. However, oh, I kind of overcame that fear. I'm gonna tell you a story about that a little when later. When we get on, I yeah. say no more. Common fears and triggers of fears are darkness. You're in a room and suddenly the room goes dark and you can't see anything. People get scared. Gotcha. Heights or flying, social interaction and rejection, mm -hmm. snakes, rodents, spiders, and other animals, death and dying. Three natural fears are snakes, spiders, and darkness. You bitches. Imagine all three in one. Imagine all three in one. Brought to you by Google, voiced by Fab Five. Fab Five. So, S, I'm going to tell you a story about one of my fears, actually two of my fears that I had and still kind of deal with. The first one is going to be heights. I told you, I, I do not like heights. All right. I'm, I'm not afraid to go fly in a plane, but... If you're out and about and you can see and I can the see, space, you're out in the dude, space. Yeah. So, I went to Puerto Rico in May. Yeah. You know, um, I haven't been in a couple of years. So, one of the things I have been wanting to do is I've been wanting to go zip lining Ooh. at Doro Verde, which is the longest zip line in the world. I've been there with my girl. Okay. So it's, a, it's beautiful. Yeah. What? So I was talking about this for months. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. So I finally went to Puerto Rico. My father was there. A couple of my cousins went and I went and I was the only idiot to go through with it. Confidence. Okay. And you're the one with the phobia. I'm the one with the phobia. With the fear. Right. So they're, they're suiting me up and everything. So we're going up the um, seven floors and I don't know, it, look it up on the computer. It's just mountains. Oh, well, I've been there. Yeah. I know. So those of you who don't know, definitely look it up. You'll see pictures of it. If you fall, you're finished. Okay? If that line breaks. Yeah. You're done. And you know, there have been stories of people getting stuck that they've had to be roped in because they, they're probably too light. Yep. Okay. So imagine. So this is the point you need to be fat. Bacon, egg, and cheese with a side of French toast. Oh, yeah. Nah, 
throw some pancakes on that bit. Yeah, I like pancakes too, but French toast does the trick, man. Right. <laughs> you can't be too little, puppy. <laughs> Fat and blind. <laughs> Fat and blind. Oh, shit. You about to go down flying. So I'm, I'm climbing up the stairs, and I'm getting to the point where it's my turn to go, and I'm seeing everybody get zipped up to the zip line. Yeah. And I'm seeing what they're doing, and they're basically hanging on the zip line while the person's tying them up. I was kind of getting a little scared, like, do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. And my cousins are down there, they're taking pictures, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to freaking do it. Yeah, just get, get on with it. So my turn came up. I got on the platform. The guy hooks me up to the zip line, and he tells me, lean forward like I'm doing a push-up. Now, when you lean forward like you're doing a push-up, you cannot hold on to anything. So your hands are free, mm -hmm. and he's zipping up your legs to the zip line because mm -hmm. they, they kind of put like a... Like, it's, like a it's like a little, like a, a taco. They, they put you yes, in a taco. Yes, yes. So he's doing that to me and I'm leaning forward and I got nothing to hold on to. All I see is freaking trees, bro. Dang. And it goes so far down that if you look you at the zip line, you can't see it. bro, it disappears, man. Yeah, it so does. the person in front of me, when they're zip lining down there, they get to a certain point that they just freaking disappear. I know. And I was like, holy shit, what I'm doing. So the only thing that is going through my head right now is number one, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> and number two, if this thing breaks, I'm dead. And you're going to shit yourself while you're And dying. I'm going to shit. I'm going to have a shitty death. <laughs> so very shitty death. <laughs> So I'm hanging on there. I'm starting to pray. Hold and, on to your soul. And I hear the guy on the walkie-talkie say, ready. So the guy freaking lets me go, man. And I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that sound, that, that shit is loud. Yeah. Just goes. And I was like, holy shit. And they tell you, I forget, I forgot what it was that you have to like either open your arms or some shit you, to slow down. Yeah. And you got, they have you hold on to the straps in the back. Yep. And they say, once you start shaking, mm -hmm. when you, you hear the, you feel the yeah, vibrations, your, your, your arms out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yo, and <laughs> yo, and I get to the point. <laughs> you thought you were shitting when the shit was shaking? To the point, and I'm looking down. All I see is trees and rivers, and I'm like, oh my God. Here's I my can't death. believe it. God, here I am, please. <laughs> take make, take the take, wheel. <laughs> hey, get me to get me to the, the end destination. And me like the idiot paid for three zip lines, not just one. Of course you did. Okay. So um gotta go big or go home. Yeah, man. So we're getting there, and all of a sudden the thing starts shaking and shaking and shaking. And I'm like, oh my God. I put my arms out and it starts to slow down a little bit. And my yeah. head, I was like, I was just looking down saying, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. And my heart was in my throat, bro. And then when I got to the end, you come in so fast, it's like you're in a car crash. I don't know if you remember when you did it. it, it you hear a clunk. Like, it's like boom, and your body just like shakes. So the man. most the more you don't break, the rougher yes. the, the rougher it is. Yes. At the end. Yes. So it was crazy. But anyway, I wound up doing three of them. And I was so proud of myself that I did it. You overcame that. I overcame that fear. Would you bungee jump? When people first started bungee jumping, mm -hmm. I had always thought about it. Mm. I don't know. I think I, I would feel less safe doing that. So I'm like, what if the bungee cord snaps? How about jumping off a plane? See, that's something I've always wanted to do. Hence, you were afraid of heights. Hence, I was afraid of heights. I don't know. I'd have to um, have a couple shots or something before I did that. You know Listen, what I'm my girl and me didn't have no shots. And she wanted to go 18,000 feet. Did you do it? Well, we did it. Oh, you did it? How was it? An experience that has no match to this day. Was your adrenaline pumping, man? Oh, good God. Oh, good God. We was flying through clouds, literally. And you had, you had a, it was a tandem jump, right? You had mm -hmm. somebody jump with you. Mm -hmm. A professional. Yes, sir. So when they opened it, so forks and knives didn't come out when you opened the parachute. No. Like in the cartoons. And okay. I was thinking about it, too. God forbid, because I was the last one to jump off. Right. This motherfucker hits his head on the back of the plane. He passes Yo. out. What do I pull? I see water. Do I shift him to the left? Do I flip him around? Am I going to die? Yeah, well, if the guy has a heart attack and dies while you're, while you're in the I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> At that point, bro, you're jumping. That's it. God <laughs> takes your hand and leads you either to 
a very fast death or a safe landing. I think if you were in that situation and you were falling to your death, you yeah. probably have a heart attack before you hit the ground. I would think. I don't know. I could be wrong. Listen, we're speculating and we're going left. Let me bring it back. All right. So we get to the point. So I walk in the house. It's all dark. You know, it's a long day of work. My bowels are moving. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to need to take a shit. Literally. He said shit and he needed to take a shit. Pun intended. So imagine. So I'm like, all right, my girl's not home. Coast is clear. I get undressed. I light the candle. <laughs> I sit on the toilet. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Do you have a magazine or do you bring the phone in there with you or what? No, I don't bring my phone in me in, in with me. <laughs> So what I have is my girl's hair products. So I read the hair products. Okay. It's literature, man. Right, it's, right, right. It's reading materials. True, true. So I assimilate my ass to the seat, feel the warmth, and I just start an explosive shitting. Mm. And it's like, oh, fulfilling. And out of nowhere, I hear a laugh. <laughs> my girl's home. Mm. I'm like, oh, my Lord. My fear has been awakened. The shitties of shit. And she heard everything go off. The, uh, Feel like bombs are going off in Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> that never really happened, but that would be one of those like funny ass fears. I thought that happened. No, nah, I was just making it. Oh, I was making a build up. I was into the story, man. I thought it was real. I can see, <laughs> but I do shit and read my girl's hair products as reading okay. material. So it was right. half or half, have not. Now, do you think most people bring reading material into the bathroom? A hundred percent. I do. Phone. Everybody's on their phone. Majority of the time that you're taking a shit is because you're reading on your phone. You're doing something. You've done shitted. Your ass might be clean because it might have been a clean cut. But you're not done reading your article yet. But you're not done reading it. You still keep on going to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is something, you know, I want to say. Fears the pain piercing through your gut so sharp that it cripples your mind along with your body. Sounds like that fake taking a crap story you're talking about before, you know, the one where you feel like you have knives in your stomach. When your heart starts beating faster than what your body is doing in movement, the inevitable wall in your crossroads continuously growing with each brick you lay. You know, the one where you feel like you start sweating. That's my definition of fear. That crippling fuck, that sensation engulfed in one. Now, I know people who live their lives in fear and they're fearful of everything. Yeah. And it's amazing how fear will really hold you back from doing anything. Anything. It's amazing how crippling it is. It halts your life. And then you get to a point that you need to either face it or let it just consume you. And just continue the same way you're living with everything that you've been already accustomed to. You know what I mean? For example, I'm fearful of snakes. I do not like snakes. <laughs> and it all stemmed from when I was younger. I used to run around the house. I, my grandmother used to, you know, water the plants nice to help us. So I remember one time I was running around the house and I grew up in New York. Yeah. And I was running. And I wound up stepping on uh, you know, the, the garter snakes, yeah, the green they, ones in New York. They're not, they're not venomous. No, but I was little. I didn't know. So the snake kind of jumped up in the air. And that like traumatized me for the rest of my life. Oof. Now, I'm, a I'm afraid of regular snakes. I mean, I'm not going to go confront some poisonous freaking venomous snake or anything like that. But I do have a story. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I did go to a Comic-Con show. And I was walking around. And we were there with my daughter and one of her girlfriends and another guy. Um, the girl screamed because she's afraid of snakes too. Oh shit, y'all were snake buddies. And she said, Fab Five, look. <laughs> and I looked and there was a little kid there and he had a small like python like wrapped around his neck. Yeah. And he was like a foot and a half away from me, bro. And I didn't even see it. And I turned around and I saw it and I froze. And But the crazy thing is, it was such a beautiful snake, like a beautiful looking mm -hmm. snake. Yeah. And I, I wanted to like touch it. Touch it. Here, touch my snake. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the fear, I was like frozen. You were petrified. I can't, and I just like freaking scurried away, man. I'm like, I'm out of here. He goes. <laughs> yeah. That, that might have been my only chance to ever overcome that fear. I don't know. I don't trust snakes. I don't either. It's not that I'm fearful of them. I'm just, I don't trust them. They could snap whenever they want. Cool. They could like wrap around you, just strangle you. So. Excuse, excuse my chewing. I'm eating a Snickers bar right now. Uh, I, I was like, chewing earlier with the sour Skittles. So yeah, be all right. <laughs> because <laughs> if you come to think about it how does fear affect you does it affect you mentally and also physically or is it just one or the other is it a hybrid a little bit of both i think for me it doesn't affect me physically like i don't get sick over it mm. i think it's more mental i'll freeze yeah like if i see a snake crossing in front of me i'll freeze but that is physical i, I guess that that is physical yeah lightning i don't like to be outside when there's like lightning is just coming down you know, the job that we do, mm -hmm. it rains down here a lot. Yeah. There's the lightning capital of the world. So you put the hazards on. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, lightning bolts are coming down. I'm freaking scared, bro. You go, oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking late. Like, I'll go, I'll go to the beach or I'll go on a balcony and, and watch, like, a lightning storm. I think it's beautiful, but I don't uh -huh. want to be in there working in it. But it's just a fire under your ass. Like, it freaks me out. You feel like you're gonna get hit by one? Yeah, I mean, light, uh, thunder doesn't bother me, but when I see those lightning bolts coming down, man, that's a whole other story, bro. That's wild. And yeah. thunder's the isn't thunder the one that makes the sound, and the lightning is the thunder one that makes show? thunder makes the sound. Lightning but, is the but, show. Lightning is the show, but lightning makes the sound also, and that cracks, man. And you see those lightning bolts come down, bro. Those, those shits are beautiful. Beautiful. Two, like, two days ago, we saw that shit. Yeah, you see just like travels through the cloud and depending on how the cloud is it looks kind of purplish at night and depending on what like what day of what time of the day it's at it's i was like wow holy yeah, shit. gorgeous beautiful i got two other things that freak me out i don't know if you want to get into it but no we will we will we will come on all right when you get triggered by fear it'll trigger your biochemical flight or fight response now is it like adrenaline pumping through your body or does your, your brain does your, your brain. brain release something in your body and that triggers like something in your nervous system because says, hey, pretty much like how I got here, a biochemical response is a response of a living tissue or organism to a stimulus. So whatever it stimulates that fear, it's a biochemical. It's in your head. I don't know what what actual chemical it secretes, but some people, if they get triggered, let's say they had an abusive past, mm -hmm. and then somewhat a glimpse of it is shown. Yes, or it's like a resemblance of it. They could freeze up. They could close up. They could get aggressive. Yes. Fight or flight. Yes. Yes. But there's also another one. Just shut down. Oh, shut. I was just going to say that. They'll shut down. They, they'll turn off. They'll numb out. They might even like excrete on themselves and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's all from that trigger, that, that fear. You know what I mean? Which is past trauma and all that shit. Yes. And once you do a past trauma, it's so difficult. We were just talking about this before. Like people will bring that to the next, to situation, the next situation in their life. Yes, and then sir. the person that they're with has to deal with it. Yes, sir. Even though they had nothing to do with it. That's a That's whole nother topic. topic. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. Now, let me ask you a question about fear. Mm. Fear of rejection is big. Huge. Fear of public speaking is huge immense i mean with work the work that we do i've spoken in front of groups of people before i mean that doesn't really bother me not anymore with me either yeah. but so it's just you get uncomfortable but in new spaces yes you are uncomfortable with people knowing your voice I, I agree with that i would definitely agree with that fear of rejection do you have any fear of being rejected i think everybody deals with that it's, at some point it's a mixture of rejection and hearing what you don't want to hear and hearing the inevitable because then that becomes a reality now what's crazy about fear is as i'm reading all these articles it's amazing all the different fears that people have people are afraid of water mm -hmm. they're afraid of squirrels they're afraid of freaking Squirrel. yeah they're afraid of garbage they're afraid of germs they're afraid of a multitude of things it's crazy how the mind works there's also the fear of clowns big feet and leprechauns
And it's all in your mind. It's all in your head. Yeah. And it's it's all how it's wired. And it's also your past, whatever you've been also exposed your to. Past. Right. Right. Exactly. Like my mother always kept me clean. So now, as a result of that, if I dirty my shirt or my clothes, I'm upset because I'm like, fuck, I'm dirty. But are you upset, or do you get scared that you're upset? That no, you're I'm just dirty. upset. I'm just upset. Okay. But like you see, like how that layered from younger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just take that as a as an example of you know, let's say something that can cause fear, something that can build on fear later on in your life. I would agree with that. I feel like it's very tied into your upbringing. I was reading a book. Parents are the ones that build the kid. Kid reflects on the parents, meaning they see what they see. If you're in a scary situation, if you're in an uncomfortable situation, if you're cool about it, collected about it, your daughter, your son feeds off of that. So mm -hmm. when they're presented with that situation <clears throat> later on in life, they'll know how to process it. Right. They'll know how to adjust to it. They don't have to do the fight or flight. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all a building basis from when you're a child from your parents. It yeah. could be grown or it could be cut off from the root. Is it inherited? I don't think it's inherited. Well, we don't inherit fear. We just learn it from our predecessors. Okay. Or if, if I even said that right. Predecessors, precessors, whatever. You gotta know what the fuck I, I think mean. it's predecessors. Predecessors. Predecessor. You know, my damn fucking Spanish. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Perdón, perdón, perdón. Mi gente, perdón. So predecessors. I feel that it's from our predecessors that we take it. It's not inherited. Because we could cut that root. Yes, we can cut it. Something you inherit, like a biological deformity, like a hereditary deformity or right. a hereditary gene, you, you cannot change that. Right, you can't just shake that. Fuck no. But on the other hand, you could change that. And we're talking about the, the way you are brought up, the things that you are taught, fear, being shy, all that shit. Shit that you are, that you don't like, mm -hmm. you could change it and then... For your kin, your son, your daughter, they could they could be better. They could run a different lifestyle. They could face your fears, and then they might even develop their own fears down the road. But you will not instill in them your own fears, if that makes any kind of sense. You won't bring it from generation to generation to generation. Right? Yeah, because like you said, it's not inherited. It's something that you can break if you mm -hmm. want. You know, if you want to. If it's, you want it's to, it's a mindset. 100%. But like we were talking about at a, another time, you know, the fear of failure, fear of success that cripples people too. I'm too afraid to leave my job and start something new i'm too afraid to take this step and do what i really want to do i'm afraid you know i'm fearful of doing this or i'm fearful of, of failing i'm fearful of succeeding i'm, I'm fearful of all these things yeah fear is a fuckery man it really is it's just amazing fear is a building block to just a life of being held down not being upheld you feel me you let that brittle you you let that cling to you down like an anchor if you don't face it if you don't face it now do you think that we live in such a negative world that everybody's fear just takes over everybody yes Every we live in a world that everybody is influenced easily very easily supremely and superbly easily and everybody wants to care about another person's opinion that, the, that they don't even know right they want validation from validation else. right Social media. Yeah. the fuck do you care? Big Daddy 101 thinks about you. Exactly. You're never going to see this person your entire life. What do you really care? If he thinks you're cute or he thinks you're good looking. Exactly. Or whatever. Big Daddy probably drives a fucking beat down Miata. He can't even fit the bitch. Who knows? Uh, Big Daddy could probably has those same issues. Yeah. He's little daddy. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. This is how I talk. My name is Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy has his own issues, man. Listen. But um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just amazing how fear will cripple you, man. Listen, I'm afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of sharks too, and that ties into one of the stories I was gonna tell you. Why do you fear sharks? And then I'll tell you. I think well, you see all the movies and stuff like that, but. We were in Puerto Rico one year because yeah. we used to go every year when I was little. So we yeah. went to the beach one day and it was a cloudy day. And you know, in Puerto Rico, most of the beaches, the water is it's pretty very clear. clear. But on that day, it was not murky. It was it was murky mm. and the water was dark. Dun, dun. Yeah. So my cousins and my dad, they're like, oh, let's go swim to the ropes, to the buoys out there. So me like a jackass, I'm out there and we're sitting on the ropes 
and the water's moving. And I'm saying, what the frig? So I said, I'm going back. I'm going back to uh, to the beach over there. His inside voice is like this. Yes. What the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> this fucking shark is going to come out of nowhere and go. <laughs> and I don't like that when you're in the water and you can't see what's below you. Yeah. You know, so I go no, I, I start swimming back. Yeah. And I'm swimming like, I feel like I'm swimming so fast, but I'm not moving. And I just keep looking back because I'm waiting to see a fin, bro. So it's not even the fear of the damn shark. It's the fear of your head thinking the shark is in there. Thinking the shark could be in there because I can't see. So enhance is a metaphor to the unknown. Yes, but I think if I saw a shark, I'd probably be scared. You'd probably freeze. Yeah, absolutely. Probably freeze. We don't know what would actually happen. No. Fight or flight. Right. I've never been in that situation, so I really don't know what would happen. And I don't like to answer hypothetical questions or situations. Listen, man. They're between 1,500 to 2,400 pounds. A fucking monster full of teeth. And that's that shark. We don't even know. Maybe the megalodons out there. You gotta say that for the conspiracies, my good sir. Yeah, there's been a lot of facts and speculations and videos about that shit. But I believe that the ocean is vast and deep. Anything could be in there. I think they said we've only explored like is it five percent? So imagine ninety-five percent of the ocean that we don't know what's in there. It's a lot. It's it's a huge number. Someone please do fact check me, but I feel like it's above. It's not less than five percent. I think that I read the same thing. I think. My dad, when I was probably, give or take, I would say between the ages of three and six, we were in Cancun. We were vacationing in Mexico with my mom and my dad. And my dad had the smart idea to put me on top of a shark. A what? Sand, yeah, a nurse shark or whatever. That shit feels like sandpaper. He goes like that, and I'm crying hysterically. And this man puts the hand, meaning the hand, meaning his hand, in the mouth. Are they aggressive? Do they have teeth? Not, they do have teeth. They bite. Okay. They're nurse sharks. But a six-year-old, three to six-year-old does not know that shit. You think you're Aquaman? Fuck, my, my dad thought he was Aquaman the way he was drinking those drinks, <laughs> thinking that shit was going to bite. It didn't bite him, but still, that shit traumatized the Hell fuck yeah. out of me. Like you were saying, it's the unknown. You don't know what the fuck is in there. Anything could pop up. You're not in control of your environment. So if you think about it, you're going to get fearful of that. You, and I fear sharks because those are incredible, majestic beasts. But if they want to fucking taste you, they're going to rip your leg off. Right. And I don't want to feel that pain. But that being said, I want to cage dive with gray whites. And that's on my bucket list because I want to face that fear. Okay. I think that would be cool to do. I would do that with you if you want to do that. That'd be dope, man. Like, Let's do it. See something you can say, yo, I've seen it. I've been there. It's a very white thing to do. Yes. And we're both Spanish. Yes. So let's not be like the typical movie. Please don't cancel us for that comment. We ain't racist. <laughs> Please don't cancel us. We're just being honest <laughs> with the shit. <laughs> but that's some shit. Like, that's one way I will face that fear. Like, I love the water. I adore it, but I respect it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what freaked me out one day? I'm going to tell you a fear story. Growing up, my grandfather was yeah. a minister at a Pentecostal church. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to a Pentecostal church before. No. But bro, somebody there was possessed. Oh, shit. And they were doing like an exorcism there. Yeah. As a kid, when you're in that situation, Situation, like if you're not going to be it's like if you're not going to close that off you have to get out of there what do you mean close that off like you have to your mind has to be clear because if you start thinking of anything like that whatever's in that person could come into you oh shit but it was the like the hair on on my arms on my bumps, everything was, was up. standing up bro because no viagra you felt no <laughs> you felt what was in that in that person yeah. and you felt that presence what the fuck? Bro, and you don't even know how, like, chill. My body was chilled seeing something like that. He put the fear in you, huh? The 
fear, yeah, that fear was in me, bro. It was the first time I've ever seen something like that. Yeah. And it was the last time. And it was in a church in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of those things happen in those small countries. Mm -hmm. And they hit different. It hits differently. You don't really see that much in the United States. But like I said, when you go to those small countries like Puerto Rico and Cuba and Haiti and the Dominican Republic and things like that, and you go to those type of like Pentecostal churches, you see some shit, bro, that you're not prepared for. <laughs> and I saw some shit I was not prepared for. And like, and you was young, too. And yeah. I was young, bro. That's the thing. You're at that age, your brain is developing. Mm -hmm. So whatever is being thrown at it, it grasps differently than it would yes. if you were yes. older. That's why I, I try and avoid like <laughs> movies about demonic possession and things like that. Oh, so you can't, you can't watch The Nun or shit yeah, like I don't, that? I don't like watching any of that stuff. Things like Dracula and things like that don't bother me, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'll suck your blood! <laughs> things like that, because I know, you know, it's not real. Or is it? But things like demonic possession that I believe in, I don't want to know anything about that Listen, shit. not to go left with that shit, because we are going left a little bit but that dracula shit yeah they draw shit they draw things from something Absolutely. so that could be fucking real the could werewolf real. all that yeah. shit you know it's a conspiracy we'll probably save that for another show save that for another show because yeah. there's a bunch of bullshit out there like the reptilians Oof, yeah, i got yeah. that one we'll cooked up that. we'll get <laughs> we got the outline for that one we're ready to go <laughs> oh. man. that's a four-parter that's a like, yeah at least four-parter <laughs> yeah. and we will have a special guest on for that show too we're not gonna tell you his name yet you're not but you will be excited you'll be excited we might even have to Damn, we ran out of time. So tune in next week. Fears, part two. Here's a clip. Come on, finish, finish. Come on. No performance anxiety here. <laughs> uh, so when, when you're younger, you watch porn. Okay. So you masturbate.